of neighbors on the other side of my house got to uh, discover what a crazy white boy I am. Woo! Did you set their yard on fire accidentally? No, man. I set my yard on fire. Look at this. <laughs> hey! Busted out the torch! Damn, Bust, dude. Busted out my torch Did last night. they come night. running and start yelling at you? Hey, man, it's a fire! I mean, they... So, for those of you that don't know, during Spencer's birthday party at my house, <laughs> I was showing off my torch and accidentally... Said, yes, I have a torch that you use for clearing large we, plots a, of land. It's a weed torch. Uh, or ice. It can, uh, well, obviously, a torch can be used on many things. <laughs> sure. You know, if you got a grill and you need to start it. Uh, but I, I, I love my torch. I've talked about it a lot. I want to use it as much as I can. But during the summer, it was too dangerous, as seen during your birthday yeah. when I caught the other side of my yard on fire, the fence. Where yeah, the opposite someone... side of the fence where a complete stranger was driving yeah, by yeah. and stopped and was like, hey, man. Well, so the front yard, I, I was putting down a little bit of fertilizer on one side. And then I have a, a patch of where all the, like, thick grass just died. So it's just brown, crusty, and dead, and it's a fire hazard because I'm like, oh, people flick cigarettes out of their cars or whatever all the time. Plus, when you burn it, it helps new stuff grow back healthier, more lush. So I busted out the torch last night, and I was just like, Whoa! just burning the area. I had, but this time I had a fire extinguisher. I had the sprinkler going. I had a bucket of water. I yeah. was a little more safe than you I was. just a little too excited on my birthday night. I was, and, and, <laughs> and uh, then I finished doing it and realized... My neighbors were, like, having a birthday party for kids, so, like, everyone on the fence side was just, like, looking at me. Well, they just this... kept hearing this, and they got a burst of heat. Yeah, <laughs> into their just yard. This, well, it was across the street, but it was oh, still okay, very okay. visual yeah. uh, that this white, shirtless, <laughs> chubby idiot in sandals was just setting his yard on fire, just and I was like, oh, breathe, God. Breathing real heavy, too. And, and like, oh, one of the moms yeah. walked out to kind of inspect it. And I was like, oh, hi. Oh, and just, like she just ignored me. She like acted like she had to walk to her car and get something. But oh, anyhow. She's been watching the Dahmer series. She's worried. <laughs> she's real worried. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Seeing me burn stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That torch rules, though. Uh, but anyhow, I got to bust out with it. And if you want to see how awesome my torch is and the new friend I made, I'll put that online at the CJ Morgan. That's also where you can go if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the show, of which we have an exciting one today. I'll tell you more coming up. Probst, raise a glass to National Beer Day. Sorry, did I say National Beer Day? I meant International Beer Day. Uh, that's what September 28th is. It uh, falls at the end of the Oktoberfest uh, celebration, which is weird. You'd think Oktoberfest didn't go through all of September, but October. Point being, uh, it's Drink Beer Day when we celebrate the greatness that is one of the most popular beverages mm. in the world globally yeah not just uh, i think we've done this list before i think tea and coffee not even water are the top beverages it's nah. tea coffee and beer uh <laughs> the ones that absolutely uh not well, even wine either huh look it's just taking water making it slightly better just <laughs> just a little bit le uh, better. So, yeah, raise your glass to National Beer Day. And, of course, Oktoberfest is a, the massive festival that happens in uh, Munich, Bavaria, in Germany, where my uh, Bayern Munich soccer team, uh, soccer club, plays for uh, it lasts uh, an incredible amount of days. A 16 to 18 day folk festival. Hell yeah. That's all about what? Drinking beer. Yeah, putting those wieners first in. Yeah, and, sausage. And, and dancing and uh, having fun. It's been uh, happening in uh, the German area since about 1786 as uh, official events and has become an international thing now uh, where multiple countries, you'll even see celebrations in Mexico. Of course, here in Texas, we have a, a big uh, German and Czech community yeah. uh, all, all around the, the very areas where we oh, live. Yeah. Now, the mm. thing about uh, beer is tell me it's delicious <laughs> yeah i can and drink I, a lot of it i can't get enough of it uh spencer you're an ipa guy right yeah i'll drink them i what, like them what what I, bothers me is that used to be my favorite and now i can't anymore 
I went to Juicy IPA, and now I find myself drinking something I used to hate, Wine? which are sours. Sours. I don't, sours. I was never a sour guy. Not a huge fan personally, but I also used to drink Belgian ales, like triples and doubles, which were like upwards of 10% alcohol by volume, which is not good for the hangover. Or for, uh, yeah, for consistent day drinking. It's just, yeah. It's so good, though. They, man, they really mask how strong they are when you're they tasting do. them. Newcastle. But I was like, you know, I'm going to bring it down a few uh, percentage points and go with some IPAs. Uh, the hazy ones are usually a little weaker. Love them. Hazier juices are pretty pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle used to be my uh, favorite the choice also. Yeah. And now I just, I taste it. And I'm like, what happened? Like, did my taste buds change yeah, as an old man to where I, I, so. like, I like wussy sours? That kind of beer. Yeah, man. Those are. That'll uh, happen to me. Those are more for uh, eclectic palates. Now, the, the very <laughs> last thing I wanted to bring up for uh, drink International Drink Beer Day is uh, my favorite type of seasonal beer. I love seasonal beers. I had an ex girlfriend that worked at Brown Distributing um, who distributes many, many. Carbach, for instance. Uh, yeah. But a lot of different uh, types of beer. And so. A lot of these breweries do different, like, one-offs, seasonals around Dude, the year. Yeah. They're so fun. It's a reason to go to the brewery, hang out, have a snack, and then try yeah. a couple of their new their drafts. And um, Yeah, I mean, go, a, go on, though. A ton of places, uh, like Meanwhile Brewing, I, I went there Sunday. They had their Oktoberfest, which was uh, delicious. The Oktoberfest brews are one of the big ones they do in October. But my favorite, also coming out in October, as lame as you think this is going to sound, is a pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. And it's different than the sweet kind of pumpkin spice flavored beers. Uh, I've had pumpkin beer, it's good. St. <laughs> Arnold's does a pumpkinator. Yeah. It's the St. Arnold's yeah, pumpkinator. Yeah. It's a limited release. It's it's kind of hard to get. Uh, last uh, couple of years, I've had a little more trouble than I used to before because uh, well, it was a pandemic and you had nothing else to do, people. So <laughs> then go and, and drink a lot of beer. Yeah. But on top of that, last year they started doing uh, not just the the pumpkinator, but they do a cask pumpkinator that is aged in a whiskey barrel and then bottled. So I got to get on that. So if any know some St. Arnold's people, uh, hit us up. up, But there you go. Raise a glass. Celebrate. Cheers. National Drink Beer Day all day, every day, today, starting right now, Spencer. Okay. I got the the keys to our beer closet. Let's do it. Yes, we really have a beer closet here. (laughs) My Facebook... My Twitter, my Instagram will not shut the F up about Try Guys. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Emily's here for social cues where we discuss on the radio all things internet. And yeah, Try Guys is just all I've seen yesterday. Oh yeah. And first, I guess, just explain to me a noob (laughs) what Try Guys so you can't get too angry yet, okay? I'll let you. I'll let oh, you go off to. in a second. <laughs> but but give okay. me one second so I can tell you the lore of Try Guys. So there is a lore. The lore. The lore. There is a, a oh business God, called these Buzzfeed. Real, these are real people, though. Yes, yes. But there's a business called Buzzfeed. Okay, okay. We know of them from Clickbait Corner and yeah, everything it, it's else. The face yes. of the internet. Um. Um. Buzzfeed used to do a lot of videos back in the day, and they were at their prime. Always had just hundreds of thousands of views. Always was number one. Whatever. And they had a little show on there called The Try Guys, where they threw four dudes that were just like millennial dudes into these videos to just try random things. They ended up having a lot of chemistry, and so when Good their concept. contracts when their contracts ran out, uh, they made their own company and said, "Bye, Buzzfeed." F you. Okay. So they started the Try Guys company. And they have been incredibly successful. All of their videos have been very entertaining, very well done, and they've built their business. Mm. Ned Fulmer is one of the Try Guys, and his brand is the I Love My Wife. Like the the I love my wife. I love my kids. I I'm a family man. Yeah. Okay. That's his. Has been his whole brand for probably ten years or something since they've done this. Okay. And recently, this is the controversy. He got caught cheating on his wife, <gasps> kissing. Uh oh, with his producer. 
who is also engaged. So, <gasps> yeah, it's it's coworkers. Yeah. There's the whole power dynamic. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. And it's a big thing because he, I guess, has had this secret relationship with their producer who is also in some of the videos. And she's younger, too. And, yeah. you know, she's had this. She's been with her fiance for 11 years. Spencer, they're on to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spencer's my younger producer. I know, he looked a little uncomfortable uh, when I was telling him about this. Weren't. I was like, uh, <laughs> they're on to us, Spencer. I know. She's a boys. Uh, just say, as, uh, for some reason to me, it sounds like a guy who's like projecting, you know, like, oh, I love my wife, like overcompensating, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what people are kind of starting to, th- to realize yeah. is that hmm, I, maybe he was been, he's been hiding something. Yeah. But what's the, what's the interesting part is if you're a try guy or person, fan, whatever, you have noticed that over the last month, They've been cutting him out of videos. He really hasn't been any of on any of their so Instagram. So the, the fans have been like, "Where, where is his yeah, guy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have been like, "Oh, that's weird." Like they had Things a, a video sus. that yeah. they obviously <laughs> chopped him out of the video, so you can't huh. even see him, and he's obviously there. Yeah. So they released a, sta- a statement a few days ago saying that they have dropped him from the Try Guys after doing an internal investigation, and now it's all over the internet. And for at some the same exact time, he posted a picture saying, like, I apologize for my consensual workplace relationship and what I have mm. done to hurt my wife and my kids. And then his wife posted something at the same time. So obviously they all were like, when are we going to drop this news? But, uh, yeah, cheaters going to cheat. Yeah, And now it's all over my stupid internet. So I, I had know. to find out what are Try Guys. And then I was like, okay, I get it. I like the concept. And then I realized just with all these YouTube dudes, it's like the people who are talented and can write and do a skit, they go to like Funny or Die. Yeah. Oh, where yeah, they eventually go to a place where their you know, craft can be honed and like it's good. So. And I mean, sure. obviously they have a massive fandom and so do the rooster teeth people, but it's like, it's like they have a funny premise mm-hmm. or an idea and they don't know how to end it. So they just continue the, and I know YouTube's algorithm is originally designed to have long as videos as possible. It mm-hmm. rewards that. It likes that. But again, honestly, it's not good content. It's it's crap that stupid kids watch. You know yeah. what kids? You know what my nephew does? He shows me the same GD video and watches <laughs> it on repeat. That's cocoa on, melon. On yeah. repeat, oh, yeah. repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. See, you have to imagine though, because they do videos that are like sometimes ten minutes long, sometimes they're fifty minutes long. Yeah, and you have to imagine. Kids these days, including myself, me being kids as well, that's my TV. That's yeah. not how network television that's works. I gotta, throw that stuff up and I just do whatever. I've got the 22 minutes to do your show. <laughs> yeah. No, man, there's even more like stuff on YouTube that are like two, three hours, just full breakdowns of like lore and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Video game nerdy stuff. I or think actually, there's a five hour history. video about Glee that yeah. somebody made. Let's, five so those, hours. <laughs> those deep dives are super. There's so much content on YouTube because it's like an arm of the internet. Let's so. be real. I'm just jealous. I yeah. know. But here's the thing with your content whittle it down. Like, if you're going yeah. to, if YouTubers and your young generation, Emily, has decided to betray video editing entirely and just do <laughs> jump cuts uh-huh. to cut out's breath, well, maybe instead of doing jump cuts while editing, you can edit your goddamn content before you shoot it so you can have more concise. Wow, man. That's, oh, that's how, that's how shallow your YouTube experience mm. is because there's a ton of great editors, ton of great channels. Look at me standing Yeah, but they're usually people that, that do other things or also, have done yeah, other things. Yeah, they cheat on their production. wife, right? No, that guy's bad. <laughs> hey, can't blame him for trying, right? Also, the, the other day, right? I just, all I wanted to do was see how guy. to take care of my avocado plant. But instead, I got a whimsical story or some goofy idiot that's a plant <laughs> guy that's also real funny. Huh? You're the funniest guy at the office. And it's like, no, just get to the meat. Show me the, the 10 second bit of information I need of the seven minute effing video. Video. Just show me that. Yes. Yeah. God, I hate YouTube. Well, yeah. now they have like little, CJ Morgan, by the way. little chapter markers now you can just scrub through if in the future. I tried. Didn't help. Oh, didn't help. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just sorry. so many He's different I'm trying to help you enjoy And how it. many YouTube channels are there for taking care of avocados? A lot. I don't know. <laughs> but I am hoping maybe one day Ned Fulmer will send a How to Cheat on Your Wife. <laughs> We're going to try cheating go. on our wife for the first time. Thank you, Try Guys. Stop texting your arguments. Beep, 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 beep. 
It's the parent pickup, Matt Bearden, in the building. Are you speaking to me, or is this actual advice for parents out there in the pickup line? You know, parent pickup, uh, like I said, it was invented as something to talk to parents about who are sitting in that pickup line, or maybe kids that are in the car. But more and more, you know, these things apply to all of us. Everyone, yeah. Because we never fully grow up. And this is good advice for everybody. (sighs) Comes from a study about uh, ways teens, uh, quote, hurt their mental health without even knowing it. And this one, man, did it stand out to me. (sighs) Having arguments via texting or emailing is always a no, 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 no. Absolutely no way to pick up tone. Um, th- th- so many things can go wrong. I'm just going to let you explain it. We are humans that have learned to communicate via body language, intonation, volume level, subtlety, all of those things. The majority of humans. Yes, there are humans um, who are constructed differently. They pick up on that differently, and uh, they may be fine at texting, but that is not the majority of us. I just, just had this discussion with my daughter. Um, it was leaked in her school that she uh, told a boy that another girl found him cute. Now, here's what's odd to me is that, oh, you, you just broke the ice for somebody. You just made it way easier. Good on, good on you. But apparently at that, or at that age... It's a no-no. Absolute no-no. Except she's not the one that did it. So the person reached out and said, I'm not friends with you anymore. I'll never be friends with you anymore. I heard via the devil chain that you leaked to this boy that I thought he was cute. Not that I liked him, that I had a crush, that I thought he was cute. And she had, like, my daughter completely broke down. Aww. I mean, it was absolute She tears. didn't call for the receipts. You didn't. gotta, if it's to via text, you call for the receipts, buddy. You get those there screenshots. There were no receipts because she was like, all that happened was I was told by a boy. Someone came to me and said, this person told me that this person thinks that I'm cute. What do you, what do you think? Is there anything there? And she said, well, I guess... And so I was like, well, look, that's a whole nother thing to go down. But she ended up in like a five-hour texting thing. And I was like, you have to call. Call. And she's like, Dad, nobody calls. That's lame. And I was like, all right, well, then continue to have this argument via text message and be sad for the rest of the weekend. How many times in our career in this building, even with each other, has there been an email or a text that didn't fly right or someone read it wrong or whatever and then when you pick up the phone, number one, you it's easier to be more clear. Number two, you kind of you're less pissy when you're in front of someone or calling them because you're gonna tone when you're when you're texting, you fly off that. You can easily fly off the handle and just really like lay in on someone. But when you gotta talk to someone face to face or on the phone, chances are you're gonna be a little more relaxed and thought out with what you say. You're, Absolutely. You're not as likely to be like, oh, I F and hate you, Matt Bearden. Whereas via text, I will say, I F and hate you, Matt Bearden. You do that more often than you really should. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're kind of aggressive sometimes on text. I can't yeah. be. You were trying to say passive-aggressive, but there's nothing passive about your aggressiveness whatsoever. I'll be nicer via text. Uh, you, should, you, you have a hard time perceiving what other people are feeling, what's brewing inside of them. It's easier to disengage, avoid all accountability for your words and actions. Teens have to learn to practice interaction skills. Actual Any kind of argument. And I've told my daughter, I was like, there are certain things that need to be escalated to a phone call. Uh, you know when you've called before and it wants you to press numbers and you just start yelling, escalate, escalate, escalate into the phone so that you can get a manager right away? It is a thing that's real. And anything that seems like a crisis should always be, I think, face-to-face. But sans the ability to be face-to-face, you should at least be able to hear inflection, intonation, things like that. Sometimes I may be mad, but I'm not angry. There's a difference. Like, hey, Correct. man, I'm just – and I can talk to somebody and they can – hear that there's a smile on my face like hey man i gotta get this worked out you're kind of screwing me over here right now in a work thing you know i don't hate you we're gonna be friends forever i just need you to get this fixed bub but being when you see that on text you would me i would probably get defensive defensiveness yes a big time we get defensive and we try to put it back on somebody else was it is what we want one to do it just there are just certain things that happen and if we have an entire generation that we raise where they are unable to pick up a phone because they see it as confrontation, well, then where do they go in the workplace? You know? Sure. I had somebody recently, my wife, texted to somebody, hey, um, I'm not going to be able to make this thing on the weekend uh, they were going to be able to do. And the other person wrote back, how is this my problem? 
and it's stunning, right? Yeah. And but if it's CJ, that's probably a joke. Well, my wife was very upset. I really yes. upset this person. I didn't think they would really care. Well, it turns out, after four days of worrying about it, the person had sent that text. They had read my wife's text. We're trying to text somebody else. Accidentally text the how is this my problem for a work yep, thing yep. to my wife and then sent the no problem for my wife to the other person. Became, so yeah. you see what's happening, right? Sure. And even in the workplace, we use Slack and other things like that more than we do actual picking up the phone, which I think is important. Those things are great. They make our communication fast. If it's a low-level thing, absolutely use it. But anything that's crisis, anything that you really need an answer, anything where you can settle an argument, pick up that phone. Come on, kids. It may be kind of chewy to call, but it works. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Taco Bell wants you to vote. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right. Taco Bell is asking you to vote. They're bringing back two classic favorites to be revealed that you can decide which one will permanently make it to the menu. I already know my decision, but let's go to the poll right now from at Taco Bell on Twitter. Here we go. Welcome to Taco Bell favorites. Let's meet the contenders. We're letting you decide which fan favorites Taco Bell brings back to the menu. And trust me, we know you want things back on the menu. We do. I read all the comments. The Here we go, contender number one, <laughs> the double-decker taco. I'm sure we're going to put some descriptors on the screen here. I hope that uh, uh, my team worked that out. Now to our second contender, the Enchirito. I'll let you guys just read it for a little bit. <laughs> it's a good job with this internet. And the winning commercial. item will be brought Proud back you, Taco Bell. for a limited time only. So get out there and vote. Not, not in the comments of this TikTok, in the Taco Bell app. You can vote once per day till October 6th. So there you have it. You can That's vote. Some real uh, Nick Hajda energy. I feel. Yeah, I loved it. He's narrating everything he's doing. <laughs> Go uh, on, sorry. So it's two items: uh, the double decker taco or the enchirito. And this is a slam dunk for me. I want the I want the enchirito back. I th- I think I can monkey around enough with ingredients to make myself a double decker taco if I want to. I could just yeah. get a bean burrito and a taco mm-hmm. and then make a double decker. So why Man, even make, have that? Make your own at home, baby. Enchirito is the clear choice. We gotta have the Enchirito back. I, it's also been much longer since we've had the Enchirito. Mm, Give me the Enchirito! I unfortunately would disagree with you because I'm a much bigger fan of the double decker and it feels nice. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a treat that our, my family grew up eating, <laughs> yeah. but I never had much of the Enchirito, unfortunately. It, it's great, but you could also, as I just said, make it with the two items that already exist. The Enchirito, it's got a special sauce. It's no, an it enchilado burrito mashed up. There's it's a, just got that there's red sauce. There's a specific they way they make it. They have the little, like, sure. foreman grill kind of thing. Sure they do. It's different. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see the, the Mexican pizza is currently back at Taco Bell. But, yeah, uh, go now, and I'm going to stump for them. You know, I'm going to say right now I'm Team Enchirito. Cool. Uh, go and vote for the Enchirito Spencer. Team Double Decker. He's going to be Team Double Decker, and maybe we'll have to dress up as one of the two and actually do a debate at some point we as should. to the merits <laughs> of what is better. Uh, you can vote now again at the Taco Bell app or go to ta.co slash vote. Good website there, ta.co slash vote now. And vote for the Enchirito. Uh, Double Decker. No, Enchirito. Double Decker. Vote for the Enchirito. Vote for the deck. All right, now it's time to go to commercial. Hi, I'm the Taco Bell and Chirito. Unlike my opponent, you haven't seen me around for more than a decade. Also, I taste better because I'm an Enchirito. I have a special type of sauce. I'm delicious, and you haven't seen me in a long time. You have little, you have little babies. You have little babies. They haven't seen me. Unlike my opponent, who you can see anywhere, anytime. Vote for me. I'm an Enchirito. Message endorsed officially by uh, Enchirito. Now my opponent, uh, Enchirito, there. Thinks he may know what's going on. You've given me patriotic music. But I think I declare, and I urge you to vote for Double Decker because we're delicious and you know you love a little bit of the soft and a little bit of the crunch. Plus, you can put any type of sauce on me. I don't come with a pre made sauce that's getting in your way. Message paid for by Double Decker for Taco Bell. <laughs> 
I made my fiance's birthday party all about me, and I didn't even mean to do it. Uh, welcome to group therapy. Emily's here. Matt Bearden, Spencer, myself. I did it. It's all about me. An accident. Already? Accident? Yeah, because... So, <laughs> we all know I get the birthday sads, and it bothers me anytime something happens, and this year especially because... There were no big plans for my 40th, and then it turned into me having COVID, so then I didn't get to do anything at all. It's also during spring break and South by Southwest, so what am I seeing when I'm in bed with COVID on my phone? All of your friends. Everyone out having fun! But this year, I thought, you know, I'm going to do something special for my fiance. She had mentioned that she's not going to do anything on her birthday proper, that weekend's busy. Then you have two weekends of ACL Fest, which many people in our friends group either Ugh. attend or work or that sort of stuff. Then there's Halloween weekend. So she's like, I want to do a party. And she's like, I want to do a themed party where people dress up. And I want it to be based on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So right away, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, we get to murder somebody. We, yeah. <laughs> and I started coming up with my costumes. Yes, plural costumes. Of course. Because um, I need to do a change during the middle of it. Our friend Mike <laughs> McRae was like, dude, I'm going to make a playlist. And I was like, yes, my, make the playlist, Mike McRae. And then I'll have you come in and be a L.A. boss jock radio guy. So we'll have like a, like, because you know how radio was a big theme in that yes. movie. Very excited. Then I start looking at rental places and Airbnbs, and it's just like, oh, one, we can't have a party or more people than this. Uh, rentals are just damn expensive. I start messaging different people. Then I start specifically messaging like a group of five or six people. I think Matt was in there. I was uh, in where you were demanding that I find an Airbnb for you. Yes. And you needed it in a hurry. And it had to have a pool. Yeah, a lot of things that were attached to it. Um, and, you know, on the side, I was messaging other people who are, might be in the know about stuff. And then it just quickly became clear that no one was really concerned or cared about uh, helping me put this thing together. And I was like, oh, so immediately I was like, well, haha, I just knew it. I have zero clout. The only good event I'll ever have is my dog's funeral. Which is kind of true. So I got no. Really... Actually, you said the only good event I've ever had is my dog's funeral, and I screwed that up too. Oh, That's I did. What you I actually did screw it up. texted um, to me, and I was like, "Are you feeling sorry for yourself at or 9 am I Feeling sorry for myself? Yeah. I, I did screw it up. I didn't yes. preset my fireworks, so it took forever. Those go off. My, <laughs> what? My God. Just my, relax. A I had bit. a fuse for the. <laughs> I, the dog was out on a pallet. But it was muddy, so it got stuck, so we couldn't push it out far enough. And in case my arrows didn't catch it on fire, I had a fuse on the inside that would slow burn and then catch it on fire. But it caught it on fire right away, so then it just looked like, well, what the F was the point of the arrows? It ruined that, and it was the hottest day of the year. That was the thing, the worst nothing part. Nothing but flames. I'm sorry Especially for they... a funeral, we're all in black, and I'm dressed nice. I'm just like, oh, God. This, Wait, this... You, all, you were all here? There? We oh, went gosh. Yeah, to support. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, it was on a little lake out in Bastrop on Aww. the hottest day of the year with a lot of fire and I'm wearing armors. But I screwed that up and now <laughs> I'm screwing up my fiance's birthday. Um, I guess we'll come back and I'll explain exactly where the situation and the status is now that led to a 7 a.m. conversation today. Aww. Nothing like waking up to get lectured right away. And the question she asked was, do you hate me? We'll be back on group the world therapy. Is a vampire. Do you hate me? The question my fiance asked at seven this morning whenever we were waking up. It's group therapy, working on my problems. Emily, Matt, Spencer, myself, CJ, all here. So basically, she's having, she wants to do something for her birthday. So I'm trying to help put it together. Our friend Whitney's jumped in on it. And we discussed this in the previous group therapies. There are people who like to surprise people and people who like surprises. That's me. There are people who do not like being surprised or surprises. That's my fiance. So I did the mature thing while talking with my friend Whitney. We went over several different options from like a 10 person dinner to uh, hey, just meet up at this bar. And then I was like, oh, if we're not gonna do a pool, Let's just have people come over. Like, we don't have to have a pool to make it a once upon a time in Hollywood party. Uh, we could, I could just do it at my house. That makes it easier because then people are more likely to dress up because they're not in public. They're not going to feel weird being the only group dressed up. Uh, and then I was like, I can decorate. We can have the music. We can have everything there. It'll be super easy to do. 
Uh, so I bring it up to Lisa a couple times last week, and she was like, I don't want to talk about this now. I don't want to talk about this now. So finally, talking with Whitney this weekend, our mutual friend, I said, hey, uh, maybe you two can just work it out because like, she's getting stressed about it, and I know you have all these ideas, so just figure out what you want to do. Uh, and they figured it out. And it was absolutely none of what I had had planned or set up oh. or wanted to do. Um, she basically came home and was like, hey, great news. I figured out the birthday thing. I was like, oh, cool. All right. I was like, yeah, having it at the house just makes sense, doesn't it? I was like, isn't that just easier? <laughs> Assumptions. Who doesn't want to have to clean up their own birthday party? Mm-hmm. I like having house parties. Like, if I have yeah. a house party, no one shows up. But if I, my friend group do, everyone's going to be there no matter what date or time. But no one wants to come over to my goddamn house. So it's not true. <laughs> my, my house must suck. You know that's not true, my man. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I used to throw parties with who's, ice swans and slip and slides, and now... Whose party is this for, though? It's for Lisa. Yes. Yeah, you're losing sight of the real current here, and I've uh-huh. had friends do that for me or for other friends, where they're like, oh, let's go to the super fancy-ass club and blah, blah, blah. It sucks, because it's like... Yeah, that's not what I want to do. My yeah. one friend's a big like dive bar, for example, guy, and he'd much rather go there and spend $6 on a beer than like 15 You know what I mean? So it's like... Losing a little focus here. Understandably, though, I know you preface this with the fact that you didn't get a nice forty or you, you didn't get a nice birthday. I didn't so. have a birthday. I didn't. My big number. Yeah. I only got one more big number, and that's ten years away. And then after that, no more big numbers. Uh, I don't want you to get mad. Peace and love. Peace and love all around here. But generally, um, whenever we do group therapy, somebody says, "Here's my problem," and then we all come up with solutions. But you've just told us about the problem a whole lot, and I feel like maybe. We need to work through that. Okay. The problem is she decided, hey, we'll just have people show up at Kitty Cohen's and then we'll bounce over to Gourmand's. And I'm like, what? No, I was like, that's not it. Like, that sounds great. But what about yeah. what about yeah. the music? And she's like, well, we'll find some way. I'm like, no, they're not just going to put on this playlist Mike and I have been working on. I was like, also, people aren't going to dress up. And she's like, oh, they don't have to. And I'm like, if you're doing a themed dress-up party, if most of the people don't dress up, that sucks. Can Are I you complaining because say... you can't dress up now if nobody else dresses up? <laughs> yeah, and I had a costume change. Can Where am I, I supposed just to do say, that? It, this, you don't even need the group therapy this week. You already have the solution to your yeah. problem. You've already figured it out, which is um, contact a best friend early on. Yep. Now, she said, oh, I'll talk to her, but I can tell you the entire time. That best friend knew you were going the wrong direction and was just slowing you down and was going to get it worked out. That's how girl best friends work. They are there to slow down the boys. And, You're and, just and, her and, puppet, yeah. honestly. Yeah, she really she knows out. what she's doing behind. Yeah, yeah. You, you, okay. you can just well, actually be thankful that it's all working out. I guess it's all working now. It's switched yeah. again, and now I made you, my you, fiance very upset with me because I made it about me, and now wait, Did you change it from the party at Kitty I didn't Cones? change it. She she changed it afterwards. She's like, well, uh, maybe that day doesn't work anyways, and then change something oh. else. And then I was like, don't change it. Once you waffle, when you waffle on a date, people see that, and they're like, oh, this is not going to come together. I would waffle at the person whose birthday it is. I don't know, man. No one cares about hanging out with me at my house. I'm Aww. sorry. I'm sorry true. that no. your fiance doesn't really want to be in to, my house with me. Does She doesn't want to do what you want to do for her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but it was her idea and I just ran with it. Uh, and now yeah. she's back. Okay, you know what? You don't, you don't feel attacked, do you, that I didn't choose any of your ideas, do you? Or? It was her idea that I ran with and was going to make a big thing. <laughs> I know, you, mm. I know, and that, and you know, that's that's very nice of you. But I think you might have heard her say one thing and not anything else. I think you heard her say, "Oh yeah, this would be a fun." And then you said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Full send, full send. Let's do this party. And then yeah, in the background, much. she's saying, but I don't know if I really want to do all of that. <laughs> so you might have missed a little bit. So my Just, key is to listen and not make it about me. Yeah. She's worried that this birthday party is going to catch on fire before it's supposed to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, honestly, now I do, that I know I that happened. screw things up a lot. Look at that. That's our time. Another day, another group therapy session. Did we help you with anything? No, man. I'm so screwed. (laughs) Don't worry about don't worry, darling, or do. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that 
And I'm a nerd. It's one of the biggest talked about movies of the year. Don't worry, darling. It was uh, all over the internet and our feeds a couple of weeks ago when it was released. At, was it the Cannes Film Festival? Uh, where all the stars were there and Harry Styles was given his weird interviews and yeah. Chris Pine getting spit on or whatever. And then, and then um, <laughs> Florence Pugh was not attending and was instead taking a vacation. And there's the whole drama A lot of it. drama behind this movie that's supposed to be very important, artsy, and dark. Uh, turns out maybe not as good as they think their own movie is yeah. going to be, right? I've heard... So many reviews. All of the Harry Styles fans obviously love it. Because of course, Harry Emily. Styles. They're going to do yeah. anything. I know, they're going to so, do anything. That audience score, I'm like, I'm thinking that's way too high because mm-hmm. of fans, mm-hmm. like stands, if you will. People yeah. that just don't yeah. care about reality. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it looks like it's a 38%. And it's critics. been out a couple of weeks. So that's. Uh, I think it actually just recently came out, but yes. I would, it's, so it just recently came out. Yeah, that's right. but, uh, and then uh, it's seventy nine percent audience score, so that's yeah. completely two completely different things. It's a bit skewed, especially for a movie like this where it's like a little more. Uh how do you say? Maybe a higher concept than just some some straightforward thriller. Yeah, I I love reading reviews on Rotten Tomatoes because yeah. you know people are incredibly pretentious. I mean, they're reviewers. That's what they're supposed to do. Uh, this one says it, it, it gives it a rotten and says boasts expensive production credits and glossy cinematography but at the service of a yawning plot you've seen many times before yuck sure so, yeah sure it's like why did you have to look up the thesaurus for all those words and that's try what, to that's what movie sound more interesting do. oh yeah that's that's what if, they need if they're to not do. making puns in the article title that they've written about it then they're they're doing weird stuff like that a majority of these basically have said that florence Pugh, amazing and yeah. carried the whole thing uh, poor oh, little Harry was just on her back the whole time. She yeah. was carrying his entire performance. I've heard he slipped in and out of his of his dialogue because I think he plays an American. And he's, huh, for those of you that don't know, he's British. And very new to acting as and well, which is a recipe new. for disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florence Pugh, she's also British. Fun fact. <laughs> you, it's, it. That's more surprising uh, to know. But I'm... I don't know. Uh, you said, Spenny, that you found like a quote that Olivia oh, Wilde was saying. It's a funny quote now in retrospect because uh, there's an article on Huffington Post saying that she was prepared for this movie because she's been in a bunch of bad movies. The direct quote saying, uh, "Wow, I've been in some really bad ones, and now I think I did those to learn all the cautionary tales that would help me define myself as a director. How <laughs> I will never speak to a crew, how I will never speak to actors. First of all, the, some of the actors have beef with her, apparently. I know Florence Pugh probably yeah. did. So yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's just another uh, rich artist, you know. Ah, oh, pretentious plot. Yeah, uh-huh. just sort of trying to, because they're supposed to. You're supposed to go out and puff your movies up and things like that. Well, yeah, Emily, she's not going to be honest. Right. You're very careful with your dollars when it comes to going yes. and seeing a movie. Yes. Uh, you chose to see Barbarian over this. I did. And, and now, how did you like that, when by it the comes way? To, oh. When it comes to horror... You now have Smile going up against this, and Smile <laughs> being heavily uh, talked about and critiqued. So, are you yeah. are you going to see it, Emily? Or are you going to wait till it's um, on HBO Max or whatever? See, that's the thing. I I feel like as as a movie critic myself, <laughs> I feel like I should go see it. I also just really like Florence Pugh. So instead yeah. of all of the One Directioners going to see Harry Styles, it's me having okay. the biggest crush You're on Pugh Florence Pugh girl. ever. Um, uh, it, so, looks, it looks like it's visually striking, at least. So your eyes will have yeah, a feast. Yeah, but there are just so many other good, movies good that I'd rather see there, right Spencer. now. Thank visually you. striking. Yeah. Eyes have a feast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I still haven't decided yet. If anybody's seen it, Message it, me, it, let yeah. me know. I mean, if anyone's delved into it. Oh, yes, delved into <laughs> it. And found it to be rather delectable. Yes. Or if it's fomenting dissent, we would mm-hmm. love to discuss it further. Oh, yes. Cheers. Mm. That was mm. great review. <laughs> He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. CJ Morgan. On 101X. Emily, it's been a week of exciting concerts. You already did Harry Styles, which is the biggest thing happening now. But uh, how was your experience seeing the one and only Florence Welk. Oh, it was amazing. I just that's Lawrence Welk. I meant Florence, Florence. Welsh. Florence yeah. Welsh. Yes. Yes. Florence and the Florence machine. Florence and the machine. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Like oh, sorry, Harry. You got nothing on Florence. Really? Oh, I know, I know. Really, 
really, really, really Did she sprint up opinion. and down the stage nonstop God, and you got to wonder how she's able to still sing and have her breath? God, not only did she do that, she was dancing the entire time. She was like crawling on the floor and rolling <laughs> on the floor and singing these incredible notes. I've seen her twice and that's been my observation is like, how do you, how do you have this energy to yeah. be this mobile and like she's not Her just like kind of work is she's not just kind of singing she's belting it out there mm-hmm. like not opera style but you know what i mean like yeah. it is very dramatic breathing and difficult to do without yeah. running up and down the stage nonstop and yes. twisting and spinning yeah and and i've seen videos of her shows before i've always wanted to go um my mom's best friend when i was growing up was some lady that she she was a, my mom was a teacher so she worked with another younger teacher and, and they discovered florence and yeah and she used to always babysit me and she was like younger than my mom was like i'm gonna make sure that you listen to good music yeah and so here i was super young and she was giving giving me all these Florence in the in the Machine albums and she would tell me like yeah I went to ACL I saw all these people so it was really sweet cuz last time uh you know this this past time that I got to see her for the very first time made no sense sorry I'm just I'm thinking about Florence wow it's amazing you stayed up way too late I too much fun um but she I texted her and I was like guess what you I'm finally Florence? Sleep- no no I texted my mom's friend and I said guess what I'm finally seeing Florence in the Machine like, thanks to you making me a cool girl who likes good music. Damn, Florence is the machine. She is. She is everything. <laughs> Man, I Where was I this at? Was this at the Moody Amphitheater? This was at, no, this was at Moody Center. I thought that's where Harry Styles was. Yes. Yeah, she broke up the Harry Styles night. Damn, is he mad about it? I don't know. I bet he was there. He was hiding somewhere. From, from like an events perspective, it was interesting to go from Harry Styles to... Florence because yeah. Harry's thing had a bunch of decorations everywhere in the Moody Center and literally the next day I went and the stage was moved completely Damn. to the side so they- um, everything was gone and I was like they had this giant 40 foot balloon statue kind of situation on the wall that was gone crew was working in less hard. than 24 hours. That's, that's yeah. frustrating. That crew over there at Moody Center is killing it. And oh, Gorillaz is coming up this week too, oh, which yeah. is who I'm also going to gonna go Dude, see. And I know awesome. their production is going to yeah. be wild. You're They're having a Moody week. But over yeah. there at Moody. Um, but, give us some free tickets, Moody. Come <laughs> on, we're giving you a plug. Now, right? would have been kind of cool if Harry Styles came out for like one song with Florence. I know. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. I don't know if cool. there's much overlap, but, right? I know. But I mean, technically, I was there for both. But so. if he just came out and danced and had a boa on, you know, and stuff, but then, <laughs> that might be taking the attention away from Florence. True. I don't yeah, know. yeah. He probably just took his wig off and was just bald with the sweater <laughs> and just exactly. sat in the crowd. He's anonymous. A um, her shows, though, I. I was entranced. I just sat there and I was staring at her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's a beautiful fairy nymph. One of your best of the year then? I just want... One of the best of all time. All time. I think so. One of my like top concerts that I've ever been to. Just because it just felt... So she, at one point she did the thing, I know she's done this before, she did the thing where she was like, everybody put your phones away, I want to live in the moment, and everyone <laughs> listened to her, they were like, yes mommy, yes mommy, putting phones away, yes, we'll listen to you, Tied. bow down, bow down, so everybody had their phones. She was like phones. interacting with people, touching she was, them, Yeah, kissing. she was going up to them and like Singing. holding oh, their man. face and like closing her Whoa. eyes and just like... Just like having this this mm. weird moment, like I felt like I was in church. Now, question: You mentioned you say church. You mentioned yeah. fairy, Whoa, spiritual, mm-hmm. magical. She um, kept talking about like, oh, for all the people who don't know who I am and who are here to chaperone, don't worry, this is not a cult. Because it seems damn really very. Culty. Now, question though: <laughs> Whenever I heard who the opener was, Eve's Tumor, yeah, who uh, in 2020 had my number three ranked song of my top 50 of the year, mm-hmm. uh, very weird opener how was that because he's more dark red yeah. devilish kind of like vibes and imagery in some of his music videos and things like that i feel like her this album of hers is a little easier to include somebody like that with i mean she has a whole song that has the brand demon daddy with it see um, yeah he fits with that but but honestly it was kind of a strange opener and i don't think many people understood it um and he was he was good, 
But the the lighting was a little messed up for his performance, too, which I felt bad about. So I don't know if it was his choice, but the stage was incredibly dark. Okay. And to have a starting act be just like a dark stage. And then so much energy and, and light then, coming after it. Yeah, it so, was very different. So Florence in the Machine, highly recommend. Seriously, All if right. you don't know anything about her, but you want to feel like you've been touched by a goddess <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah. in, in a consensual way, then you should go. <laughs> Another first, another exciting thing for Austin, specifically Austin FC, landing on the list of the top 10 most valuable teams in Major League Soccer in only our second year of existence. Austin FC uh, sitting at number nine at $630 million. There we go. Congrats. Uh, more first that I'll discuss coming up. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> with that gorgeous stadium and that kind of money, Austin FC, like... Uh, you, you got to do something about your hot dog situations. Why am I paying 9 or $10 for a burnt, soggy, cold hot dog in buns that are stale and also soggy at the same time? Like, that, that, that's a ripoff. You're, you have one of the best stadiums in the country as far as sports, not just in soccer not just in our area no one of the best q2 is amazing you got the money upgrade your hot dog situation the hot dog is the number one choice for ballpark stadium food it is the easiest and the simplest it's portable and you can customize it in many different ways but your hot dogs are absolute crap so let's fix that Anyhow, back to more uh, exciting top moments for Austin FC this year. Very, very first playoff match. Did you know that? Yep. Uh, They're going to be a home team for the playoffs. Did you know that? And even possibly an MVP. But I got to ask the coach, Josh Wolf, what he thought about another special first for Austin FC. How was uh, the first streaker? Yeah, and you too. I didn't get to see it. Uh, I didn't get to see it. History. But it, it's you know it's keeping Austin weird. It's, it's part of our. It's part of what we are. And who we are. No problem. As long as he doesn't uh, have too many issues with players or interaction with players in that moment, well, I think we're all alright. But um, it happens. He got yeah. a free pair of shorts out of it. Don't want to encourage that activity. But no. right. yeah. keep Austin weird. That's a good place to end it. Let's go ahead and wrap up. Um, keeping Austin weird. And man, that streaker was nude. And I mean, like I was at that game. Uh, that dude ran out there wearing nothing. And I know you think it's cute. I know you think it's funny. But here's the problem, my man, my streaker. Bro, you're going to have to knock on the doors of every neighbor the rest of your life. There are kids in that stadium. You were flopping out. That makes you a sex offender now. Uh, anyhow, yes, uh, whole point of this. Austin FC uh, doing really well, making it to the playoffs. Uh, $630 million lands them at number nine on the top ten most valuable teams in the MLS a uh, surprise, surprise, number one being LAFC at $900 million, and number two, LA Galaxy at $863 million. Uh, surprising to see some of the other ones on here. Uh, Seattle Sounders, of course, or I mean, not surprising. Toronto FC, DC United, New York City FC, Portland Timbers, and uh, Inner Miami at number 10. So good place to be, Austin. Let's keep it g- growing and going. <laughs> Welcome back, Matt Bearden. Are you ready? Is it time? Did you know? Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Five random fun facts to educate you, uh, the listener. It's a very important job. It's a public service as radio announcers. We have a license run by some government company that makes us tell you these things. So let's get to it. The Ministry of Information, I believe. Correct. Yeah. But it's not true unless we say, did you know, in front of it. So once we say, did you know, you know it's true. Uh, Did you know exposure to platinum can turn snails into their evolutionary descendants, the slug? Wait, wait. Uh, I'm not allowed to ask questions during Did You Know. I mean, you are. I just don't know the answers. So if you're rich enough to have a chunk of platinum, you put some snails on it, I guess their shell dissipates and they turn into slugs? And then they get bigger? Sure. It says here. (laughs) Wait. This is how the Hulk started, right? I think so. Also, uh, did you know um, exposure to colloidal silver turns you into a libertarian? I do know that part. I do know very, that part. Very true. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of slugs sitting around vaping all day long. <laughs> Just talking about Bitcoin and starting <laughs> the grid community and how you don't actually have to pay taxes. <laughs> did you know? I'm a sovereign slugison. <laughs> yeah. 
all the insects in the world weigh 300 times more than all the people combined. Uh, have they looked at you? I've lost weight, okay? Okay, you uh, know what? You really have, and I apologize. Thank you. But Okay, 250 times more. Um, a fun fact, also, did you know, you brought this up before, I, I still can't wrap my head around this, but you said in the United States, we did this early on in the show, if every sports team in every city was named after whatever their natural creature was, like Arkansas Razorbacks, you know. Oh, right, right. Well, the thing that there was the most of. In, er- that, in that city, uh, every team would be the ants. Yeah. It, 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 that just blows my mind, but it, it makes sense. University They're- of Texas at Austin, ants. Ants. Dallas ants. The Round Rock ants. Everything would be the ants. Yeah. A lot of ants is basically what we've learned. Um, Did you know? It takes more than 52 gallons of water to make a latte. Oh, that's because you have to factor in all the time it takes to produce the coffee, the milk, the sugar, the material, the sleeve, the lid. That seems, that's 52 gallons to make a lot. This seems like a lie. Well, two gallons are used just to uh, clean. Froth. I was going to say to to clean the uh, pork chop tattoo on someone's neck. <laughs> <laughs> barista joke. Take that. Take that, barista. Also, please let, accept my apology, barista. I really want that coffee and do not want and to offend. in it. Yeah. Um, do not want. Mm, mm, bad joke. Uh, did you know? Back to more water facts. The sound most toilet flushes make is in the key of E flat, <laughs> which is officially known as the brown noise. It is. Yep. Speaking of brown noise, did you know a McDonald's quarter pounder uh, actually starts at 4.25 ounces, slightly over a quarter of a pound, obviously, if you know math like I do, uh, but it's only three ounces after it's cooked. Hmm. Magic. What what devilry is that? The the They say the, the grill ghost gets gets a nip first. No, it's because there's... Do you know how much water it takes to make a quarter pounder? Uh, 300 times more than 52 gallons of all the people on Earth. There you go. And did you know? You know now. Yeah, sure do. We're good at math. The customer is always right. Or are they? Decide today's person or people behaving badly where we look at a situation and then render a verdict at the end of it as to who is just being bad. Uh, you could call this Karen's Corner in this instance because we have two straight up squaring off. You've heard the saying before that the customer is always right. Uh, being someone that worked in the service industry for a long, long time. No, man, screw the customer. They're never right. They are usually pieces of crap trying to get one over on you. They're jerks. They're complainers. Don't put up with them. And that's exactly what happened at this Dunkin' Donuts where a manager uh, was just trying to get this young lady out of her line. And you know what? She might have actually crossed the line trying to clear her line. Let's hear the audio. Please get out of my line. Thank you. Because I'm lactose intolerant. Can you get out of my line? No, I just ordered. And I deleted your order. I'm not making. Why are you denying my my service right now? Because I am the manager, and I said I'm not giving you any service. Can you please get out of my line? Okay, and you're the manager. Yes, I am. Get out of my line, or I will trespass you. Get out of my line. Can I just ask one question? Can we just get a reason why? Because I told you the reason why. Now get out of my line. Thank you. Because I forgot that I was. Okay, get out of my line now. Get out of my line now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there you go. Clearly, that's a bad manager. uh, Completely yelling at this uh, young girl who's just uh, tried to make an order change. Yes, she did it last minute, but she asked for an oat milk substitution. The manager had had it. And as you see from that audio recording, which is also a video, uh, you know what? That is a bad manager. But I'm not taking that side. No, absolutely. The, the the young girl recording is today's person behaving badly. Here's why. First and foremost, 
She asked for a substitution at the last minute when she was in the window. And we don't see what interaction happened before that. But I can tell by the smug look on her face as she's recording that she's been setting up the manager for something. And then the manager lost it. We don't know what happened before this. But I'm telling you, when you're recording and the other person doesn't know you're recording, you're going to play nice. You're going to play better and be like, oh, shucks, what did I do? I just had to change my I just forgot I was lactose intolerant. Like, who forgets their lactose intolerant? You know what? It's it's a $2 thing. Just get out of the line. People are waiting. You're ruining it. And I know there's going to be more coming out on this, and it's going to prove me right that random Orlando, Florida, annoying, smug girl, you are today's person behaving badly. The customer, again, not ever right. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where if it's on the internet, we're going to click through the list and look at it for you. Today, we're going to talk about how to save money. Money saving tips from frugal people. This was put up at BuzzFeed, and I I just thought we'll go through them and say whether it's a good idea or a dumb idea. (laughs) And I'm going to use a little bit of my life experience uh, to help with this. All right, so uh, the entire thing is to save money, to be more frugal. How do you do that getting through life? I need this. One person says, uh, instead of shopping for new clothes, that sort of stuff, uh, furniture, whatever it may be, um, yard sales and thrift shops. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's the big thing to do. But here's my problem with that. I think that's too time consuming. I think that takes up too much of your day. To, and Time is money. I'm all, yes, I'm all <laughs> about efficiency. Uh, Facebook Marketplace. Ooh, that's the new thing. Yeah. That's uh, I'm gonna just add that tip to this. Here, uh, my I'll add something to there too. Dollar stores. Sure. Because you, you just yeah. For, you, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking like if you need that quick uh, that quick boost where you're like, oh, I'm I'm sad. I'm gonna go depression shop. Hell yeah. Then go Retail to therapy, baby. It's a Dollar thing. Tree yeah. because then you'll get like ten items and you'll leave the store and be like, oh, that was like twelve bucks. Nice. Look at all this stuff. See, right? Damn. I have a little bit of an aversion to that because I was so poor as a kid, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college that when I got to a point where I didn't have to shop there anymore or buy generic you brand stuff, proud. I quit doing it. Come yeah. On, and embrace your roots, bro. Hey man, I'm I'm sorry, but it's nostalgic. I, ain't drink, <laughs> I ain't drinking no Dasani water. Hey, it man. is it is only uh Fiji for me, the Fiji. finest. And you can taste the difference. Yeah. Bet. It's like that era, the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, anyhow, uh, for jewelry, instead of buying diamonds, buy moissanite. It's lab-grown, looks just the same. Emily, how you feeling if someone buys you a moissanite engagement ring? No, seriously, stop that's, cheaping out. That's a little different. It's an engagement sure. ring. Yeah, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime or I, multiple times. Yeah. What about this? Uh, Planet Fitness, $10 a month. Um, this person says they save time and money by showering and shaving at the gym in Instead of ever showering at home, Maybe. do you really save that much money though? I don't. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I heard of people doing that when they travel, like um, when they live in the RVs and travel. They do that with the Planet Fitness membership. But is it but, really? Yeah, saving yeah. that much? Yeah, and it's like. Because, yeah, you're already spending 10. I don't know. Right. Uh, one person says the local produce market sells discounted fruits and veggies as they're past their prime. I actually used to do this because Randall's, my dad taught me this, uh, on the day that, like, meat was not expired, but when they had to pull it from the shelves, like, steaks and mm-hmm. nice cuts of fish would go from, like, $15 to, like, 3 What? Uh, but the problem is... You, you have to eat you it then. cook it that day, yeah. Not necessarily. If you freeze it, you're fine. Oh, right. Um, but the the problem is, is grocery stores stopped doing that because people caught on to it and they wouldn't, they would wait ah. until that day. And so I think it's like a, like HEB doesn't do that. Like they, the food probably just goes to waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd investigate that more though. I don't know. Um, yeah, don't you slander our HEB. Never buy the latest model of a phone or computer. This year's $1,000 will be 303 years and works just the same. That's not true. I you don't fo- think so? I believe in planned obsolescence. I think when I when a new Apple phone comes out and updates are pumping into my old Apple phone, it's it's making it slower and crappier. I I love mm-hmm. to. I don't buy it right when it's new, but I like to have it when it's new. I ain't waiting three years. Well, you're just not interested in saving money then. I guess clearly. I'm also uh, bougie. <laughs> uh, drying your clothes outside when the weather's warmer. Here's the problem again. In Austin, it's still it's still humid enough to where it doesn't efficiently dry, and it still yeah. smells moldy to me. 
it's a little crusty. Back in Amarillo, yeah, it was plus fine. Some, like you know, high allergen sort of seasons. It's like oh, I'm going to get some pollen. You're just going to have to wash clothes. it again. Yeah. I get it, though. Uh, Saves a bit of money. Clickbait Corner wastes uh, some money-saving tips at BuzzFeed. We'll roll through the rest of these uh, pretty quick, and I'll explain why they're dumb. Uh, If you go out to eat, share a meal, split an appetizer. Always. I think that's fine because my fiancé and I used to be good at having leftovers, but now those leftovers go to waste. So uh, splitting. If you're in a relationship, it makes it easier. It's less uncomfortable than like a new (laughs) thing. Yeah. uh, this person says they put trash cans outside when it rains to save water and use it for watering the yard. Or watering the plants. Get like, a rain barrel yeah. because that's gonna that's how mosquitoes grow. Oh, right. really? Yeah. I don't have a yard. Yeah, so. yeah, trash do bin. Uh, I agree with this one. Bar soap is better than body wash. Um, I have sensitive skin, so I like my Dove soap. But uh, bar soap lasts a lot longer, yeah. um, apparently. Uh, order groceries in, and pick them up instead of shopping in stores or getting them delivered. That's uh, interesting. You order at your house and you go pick them up, one to save on the delivery fees, but also it says to cut down on impulse purchasing purchases and make better meal planning. Plus sure. you're saving a little bit of time. And you know how much you're spending at the end at checkout because yeah. it shows you. Uh, the last few on this, um, buy a giant box of greeting cards and just use that year round instead of buying individual ones. I'm, I'm, maybe this is a, a young person thing. I don't is, do physical my, cards. Uh, it's dumb. My yeah. fiance does. She insists on it. I hate it. I hate uh, it too. Call your internet provider threaten to quit unless they give you a better <laughs> rate. Good luck doing that. Yeah. Um, eat all your leftovers in the pantry and freezer before going grocery shopping. Try no, to do that right now. You need that for the apocalypse. You oh, need yeah. Sorry. And, yes. Uh, uh, my last tip, I'm, I'm adding this one, is if you are going to order out or do DoorDash, uh, go pick up your food instead of having the driver do it. Do the DoorDash, but you physically drive to the location, and that well, saves you money. It's even better if you just you know call the restaurant directly. You save a few extra bucks. No, nah, then you gotta talk, you got to talk to someone. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. 101X, Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. Well, they promised it to us years ago. It's finally here. (laughs) Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. My friend Matt Bearden back. Weird or Wired. Oh, man. Flying cars, hoverboards, what do we got? Uh, You nail it on the first one. Yes. Are you ready? We got flying cars. Here's the the, uh, headline. With its intuitive cockpit, Dorini says you only need 20 hours of flight training and a license to fly its H1. It's a new electric flying car. Not only can it be piloted with just a driver's license, but the way that this thing is made... You know, you've seen it where they put these giant wings on it or whatever. That's not what's going on here. This it's like thing a drone? Could, it could fit in your garage. Tight. It could fit in your garage. Now, you're not putting the whole family in this thing. Um, but it's easy to get to work. Well, yeah, it'd be badass to get to work this way. Miami-based Dorini. The Dorini is the name of the company. It's in. Uh, they're calling it Personal Flying Machines. A cockpit is pretty amazing. They were at the EAA Air Venture, which is like a big showing of air... You know, hey, what's coming up in helicopters? This is happening in Wisconsin. They were using VR headsets to simulate takeoff, flight, and landing. People said it feels really awesome. They think that uh, it's going to be, you know, pretty much, they think it might be used for, like, air taxis or intra-city use. I mean, I'm sorry. That's what a lot of people are want, right? These guys are trying to target just personal pilots. Like, hey, you want to be able to get from this place to that place, and not so much. It it, it 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 is like a drone. It's got the four propellers that push up. Really tiny cockpit. Have you seen those? Okay, I don't want to make fun of anybody, but have you seen those things? They're called slingshots. It's like a motorcycle with two yeah, wheels with on the, the back. And a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a. Uh, I mean, apparently they're really fun to drive around. But it also screams, "I'm in tech, yo, bro. Yeah, I'm in tech. Yeah. Check me out, bro. I'm in tech. I'm in tech, bro. Check me, Check out. me out. Check me out. I'm in tech." Um, these look a lot like that. Very small cockpit. You put two people next to each other, and then there are two wings, one in front, one in back, kind of backswept, and in the middle of each wing, they're very broad, there's a big, giant, well, it looks like a shop fan. You know what I mean? Those big orange shop fans <laughs> yeah. that you have in your garage. And they work together, and they basically help this thing hover and go. Yeah, they're ducted fans, and it's kind of cool. They think it'll have a range of, like, 60 miles. So it's, you're not getting very far. But 
You're beating traffic in Austin. That that well, that makes all the difference. Let's talk about the number one thing where this thing's going to work. Have you ever tried to leave a concert at the Germania Amphitheater? Or or the Moody Center, or you name it. But Germania especially. F1's coming up in a couple of Imagine weeks. Imagine if you're on, you just park on the top level of any of the parking garages downtown, and when you're ready to go, instead of sitting in that line waiting for everyone to get out of the parking garage, you just take off. I mean, that would rule, but I worry about, like, what do you have? How does uh, does the FFA or A, how do you regulate who's flying what, when, where, Can and I why? say that the future farmers of America do <laughs> not care where you fly and how that's regulated? I don't know how the regulation is going to work. I really don't. These things can go up to 140 miles an hour, so they're not exactly going to be fully safe. I mean, you can get hurt. I will say this. They come with a parachute in them, so you can pop the parachute out if something gets... Tragic and weird. Um, They're building two prototypes right now. Obviously, these are not going to be in our driveway in the next, uh, yeah, instantly. Well, also, we we can't afford it anytime soon. Well, here's what's insane. Their their goal right now is to deliver these in the fourth quarter of 2024, which is two years from now. They're actually taking 36 pre-orders right now. (sighs) Get this. You want to take a guess on the starting price for this thing? Uh, two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Is oh, it? Like, I, I would have thought it was going to be a million bucks. Yeah, I'm at a hundred and fifty gur. Oh, I just spencered you. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I, I kind of took uh, took the wind out of your sails. No, you there. didn't. I'm actually but okay. I was like, oh, well, my brain's way. I don't want to say it's affordable. Not like, for us. I can't afford it. But I really thought this. I mean, half the cars that pass me in traffic cost this much in this town. So it's not insane. It's, it's doable. We may see them really soon. But oh my god. If you think you're mad about all the Teslas showing up in the city, <laughs> just ima- wait. Imagine everything above you all day long is flying cars, and every one of them has a California license plate. The city's going to lose its mind. And you're the one in traffic. <laughs> Got a lot of friends in Florida hunkering down, getting ready for uh, what could be a, a very uh, critical situation with a hurricane. Ian, I do believe is its name, coming through, battering the coast as we speak. Football games, things are going to be canceled. But uh, a lot of folks that go up have grown up on the coast know all about having a hurricane party. And it's just what it sounds like. You get a bunch of food, you get a bunch of alcohol, you get candles, you get flashlights, you get board games, and you get drunk after, you know, hopefully sheltering in place, okay. making sure that you're uh, doing fine with windows boarded up and and you know not going to be swept away or anything like that. But it, it's a thing. Um, and it's very much a Texas coastal thing. But I didn't know it was also a Canadian thing. As a matter of fact, a woman Whoa. all the way up in uh, Newfoundland um, recently survived uh, the tragedy when uh, I think... It, was Fiona a hurricane or was Fiona just a tropical storm? Point uh, being. I think she was a... St- I can't remember. It uh, <laughs> it damaged and completely battered her town. Um, but there was a little miracle to come out of this. Oh. Um, but first, I, I just want to say, I didn't realize that... I thought hurricanes were more warm water uh, kind of occurrences. But right. Dude, this area of Newfoundland where her town is, like it is, it's closer to Greenland and Iceland than it is yeah. to Austin or the Gulf of Mexico. Of like I can't believe that. Uh, I just didn't know that storms. It's it's further north than like Prince Edward Island and Nova Scotia. Like yeah. it's way up there. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I think hurricanes can happen whenever. It's just that I know that globe like global warming and all that stuff. When the the higher the uh, average temperature. That the sea is the ocean is, is making the it worse. Worse okay. it makes so uh, global warming's not man. We can't. I know. Even, we but. can't even prove that. But the point of all this <laughs> is, uh, there was one small miracle for the her and her neighbors in the community to celebrate. The first thing I did before prep for Fiona was storm chips and white claws. I just needed to make sure I had it. We were actually at this neighbor's home watching the refrigerator leave the garage and go into the water. When we were down retrieving, this fridge was up on top of my neighbor's front lawn, and I said. There is no way that this is still that pack of white calls. And there it was, intact. And it was funny, and it was just trying to find humor out of the most devastating day of your life. And that's me, but that's I'm, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can. And I thought, well, even Fiona didn't want them, because I know a lot of people don't even like them, but I love them. Home destroyed, car destroyed, but uh, refrigerator filled to the brim with white claw. 
surviving Fiona. Just kudos. There you go. Nothing like dealing with that stressful situation. And then you can't run down to the convenience store, Spencer. Nope. There's no more places to, to go get a cold one. Well, unless you're feeling like a good old-fashioned loot. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't do that. Please. It's also dangerous considering the weather. And you can hurt yourself on the glass, the broken you, you shards. You never know what's going to be out there. But yeah. uh, there you go. A little bit of good news today. And best of luck to all of our uh, friends and family and and whatnot uh, over yeah. on the Atlantic coast and especially in Florida. Just stay safe. Head north. Get out of the way. They don't mess around. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewda Austin. 101X. 101X.